Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Lindsay Crosby, who covers Auburn baseball for SportsIllustrated.com. And Lindsay, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we've been talking about Arkansas and Auburn uh, coming up this weekend, too. And Auburn... You know, they've been a, a really solid baseball team, a top 25 team, and like we mentioned, gave Tennessee all that they wanted. But how would you kind of just break down and summarize the season that the Auburn Tigers have had so far this baseball year? So I think the, the first thing you can say is unexpected, right? When you look at the coaches poll to open the season, everybody's got Auburn finishing last in the West. And all that they've done since then is just go out and win almost every single series. And like you said, they played Tennessee tougher than anybody else has. Uh, they swept South Carolina. They've come back and won 16 games in which they were trailing. They just continue to fight, continue to find ways to make pitches, to make good at bats, and more often than not are able to make it happen at the very end of the game. So what's been the key to that success? Is it more about the pitching or is it the offense what, what have they done well this year? So it feels like this, it's been a combination of two things, and one has been timely hitting. So they're, they're keyed offensively by two really good transfer hitters and Blake Rambush, the leadoff hitter, and Sonny DeShare, the, the first baseman. Uh, both these guys batting over 300. Sonny leads the nation in, in, in batting average and on base percentage. And so timely hitting has been part of it. But then they've also gotten really good contributions uh, from the pitching staff as far as keeping games under control for the most part and then turning it over to the two key guys in the bullpen, Carson Skipper and Blake Burkhalter. Burkhalter leads the SEC in saves. Uh, Skipper's been the first guy out of the bullpen every, just about every single Friday night, and those guys have excelled at run prevention and keeping the game close so that Auburn's offense has a chance to get back into it. So what's kind of been the, the injury situation with Auburn? Because we know a lot of teams deal with these uh, injuries and have, you know, have guys that are out and about and everything. But what's, what's been the situation, especially in the pitching situation, with uh, the injuries for Auburn? Yeah, so last Friday, Auburn lost starting pitcher Hayden Mullins, the Friday night guy. Uh, he is unavailable for this weekend with a, some sort of elbow injury. We don't know exactly what it is. Obviously, we're, we're fearing the worst but hoping for the best. And then he's being replaced by – Mason Barnett, the midweek starter. And then closer Blake Burkhalter left that game one against Tennessee with a hamstring strain. Didn't appear the rest of the weekend. Was questionable all week. They told us yesterday afternoon of media availability he would be on the roster this weekend. He is available to pitch. We just don't quite know exactly how much or for how long. He's been a guy that's averaged four or five innings per weekend for Auburn. Had a weekend where he appeared in all three games. And so him being limited definitely is going to cut down on Auburn's options late in games. What's traditionally the expectation for Auburn baseball? You said it was unexpected coming into this season, but traditionally just in the last five to ten years, what's, what's been the expectation for this program? So under Butch Thompson, they've gotten better just about every year until those injuries kind of decimated the staff last year. And, you know, that culminates in the 2019 trip to the College World Series. They make it to Omaha. And, and for Auburn, what we have been looking for has always been uh, consistency at the plate, 
and consistency on the pitching mound. And Butch Thompson, being a pitching guy, has definitely brought that in. The hitting kind of been what's carried Auburn over the last couple of years. Uh, they've made regionals more than once under Butch Thompson, obviously, again, the College World Series, and then had that disappointing year last year. But Auburn fans expect this team to be very good. They expect this team to make the postseason. And I think if the season ended up with Auburn not hosting a regional, you would see a lot of disappointment from Auburn fans. We're speaking with Lindsey Crosby here on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, talking a little Arkansas and Auburn baseball coming up this weekend. We know that it's always wild in the SEC when it comes to home field advantages and everything, but uh, what's the what's the crowds and everything been like with that atmosphere there at Auburn? What can Razorback fans expect at Plainsman Park? So Auburn's had, I believe, it's either four or five sellouts this year, including one midweek. Uh, this is graduation weekend for Auburn, so I expect there to be large crowds for Friday, for Saturday, for Sunday. As I understand, two of the games uh, as of now have no tickets available. Um, but Auburn has added a student section in the outfield right next to the visitors' bullpen, so I expect to see a little bit of noise, a little bit of conversation back and forth between those groups. And ultimately, this is just a – it's a very, very good fan base as far as understanding baseball, appreciating good baseball on both sides. So I think they're really going to enjoy the, the matchups we see of Arkansas's pitching staff. I really feel like this pitching staff's underrated um, versus these Auburn hitters. They're really going to get a, a lively and fun house uh, with a lot of good baseball fans. You mentioned that the transfers have been good. Is it one of the transfers that – is uh, the best hitter on this team, or was it someone that was returning from last year? It's, it's definitely transfer first baseman, Sonny Deshera. So comes over from Stanford after Casey Dunn leaves Stanford and goes to UAB and uh, has just been absolutely dominant. Uh, like I mentioned, leads the, leads the entire nation in batting average, leads the nation on base percentage. I think he has the highest walk rate of anybody in the country, and he's actually within – shooting distance of Auburn's single season walk record simply because there's, you know, he's so dominant at the plate. When you can bat over 400 in the SEC, you're a special kind of hitter. And it actually has him on draft boards now simply on the strength of his hitting. Uh, but it's funny to share a fan favorite. You'll hear the fans cheer for him whenever he comes up. He has a very entertaining walk-up song, so the fans should be watching for that. But definitely a hitter who he can – put the ball into play. He can find a way to get on base. He's gotten on base in every game he's played in this season uh, and has a knack for, for putting balls not only over the fence but in the gaps and bringing guys in in front of them. That walk-up music that you mentioned, what would that be? And then just looking at his measurables, <laughs> the guy weighs 263. Is that right? That is correct, yes. So his walk-up song is the Italian wedding song. And, and – the name probably isn't very familiar, but once you hear it, you'll recognize it as a song you've heard before. The fans are completely into it. It becomes a thing in the ballpark every time he comes up to bat. But, yeah, no, Sonny is 263 pounds. He is still the, the starting first baseman. And actually, as somebody who watches minor leaguers uh, for a living and, you know, and has a minor league baseball podcast, uh, he actually plays defensively plays a pretty good first base. And so him – being able to man first base every day has given Auburn the ability to plug different guys into the DH role, depending on what they need for any specific matchup. Uh, but no, uh, 263, you sometimes will see uh, double plays when he's either up to bat or he's on first. You know, it's, it's usually kind of 
a disadvantage there when you're able to turn that double play a little easier. But uh, he also doesn't leave the ball on the ground a lot where he can get doubled off. Now, Lindsay, one thing that I love about Razorback fans, I think there's fans of this for probably every baseball program, but they always have usually in these series one player that really rubs them the wrong way and they have a lot of hatred towards. Is there some particular player on Auburn that likes to mix it up a little bit, stir it up a little bit, get people a little bit fired up or anything like that? So not one specific player, but I will say the outfielders. So Cason uh, Howell, Bobby Pierce, um, Auburn's outfielders have made a habit recently of making all of the extra throws of robbing. They've robbed two home runs this year in the last, I think, two or three weeks and, and really just kind of being a pest. Uh, I think teams have a total of two triples on Auburn all season simply because these guys cover so much ground in the outfield and have such great arms. And so it's somebody probably after the second or third time an Arkansas runner gets thrown out trying to stretch a single into a double or something, you're going to be really irritated with these two guys out there in the outfield from, from just making their presence known. How about celebrations? That was a topic at, at hand uh, facing Tennessee. And was it more about just playing Tennessee and kind of emulating what they do and throwing it back in their face? Or is this a team that likes to celebrate when they – have big hits or, you know, big home runs? Butch Thompson's very, very big into the, the concept of kind of play your game, you know, follow your process. Don't really get the other guy. Uh, don't give him too much of your attention. But, man, Tony Vitello has a way of pulling something out of a lot of opposing players. Uh, that, that Bobby Pierce home run that everybody talks about where the bat ended up near Tennessee's dugout and he threw it back, that was something that, wasn't entirely planned, but they weren't that sad about it. This Auburn team's pretty good about about keeping within themselves and not necessarily talking a lot of trash on the field. Uh, but this emotion does come out. They're a very emotional bunch as far as they're a very tight team, very close-knit team, uh, and they do genuinely care for each other. And they do genuinely get very excited when their teammates do well. So I expect to see a lot of emotion out of this Auburn team this weekend, and, and hopefully they can keep the emotion at bay and it's it doesn't prove to be too much for them. Yeah, that's kind of one thing we've been disappointed here in Arkansas is that uh, we don't get to see an Arkansas-Tennessee series. Uh, we got to see one last year that had some fireworks, but uh, we've been kind of watching afar from all the, the antics and everything that's been going on in Auburn being one of those too. So uh, I'm sure you'll uh, there's plenty of things to mix up. But I can tell you this, Arkansas is not going to really do what Tennessee does. They're, not, they're just not that team that really whoops too much. Uh, it's kind of just Dave Van Horn's <laughs> thing, so maybe we'll just have a – Good old clean old fashioned baseball series in the SEC without the rest of the stuff. At least that's what uh, most people are hoping for. But Lindsay, we really appreciate you joining us, man. Great stuff. Enjoy the baseball series this weekend, man. And I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. Absolutely, John. Thanks a lot for having me.